Hey everyone, welcome to the I Dare You podcast. This podcast is all about you and helping you reach the big goals that you have for your life and what next steps you want to take to get there. And I'm your host, Darren Johnson, and welcome to episode 90. And if you like what you hear, follow the show so you do not miss an episode. Also, all the action is happening on Instagram at I Dare You Pod. There you're going to find great content. You are not going to find it anywhere else. Everything is designed to equip and inspire you to become the best version of yourself and including video snippets of the interviews and uh, really a nice treat. So check us out. I'll meet you there on Instagram at I Dare You Pod. Our guest in episode 90, we got him. It took a while, but he's here. He is Laurent Dejeuner. Many of you know Laurent. If not, you're about to. You're never going to forget him. He is a chef and social media phenom. Born and raised in Montreal, Quebec. One of the most popular online chefs in the world. Over 4 million followers on his social media accounts. And he has carved out a really cool place that blends French-Canadian cooking, good vibes, just a cool confidence in the kitchen. And these short-form videos on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube that are remarkable. And is influencing millions around the world to discover the love of cooking in a way that no one else has really touched. He's also the author of a brand new cookbook called Always Hungry. And we talk about this in the interview. It's more than just simple recipes. It goes a lot deeper than that. So what can you expect to learn in this interview? Well, we're going to talk about, yes, food and travel. And if you love that, you're in the right spot. But we also talk about imposter syndrome and getting out of your comfort zone. And from someone whose path was a journeyman line cook to now blowing up on TikTok and Instagram and now with a best-selling cookbook, you're not going to get that every day. Backstory, it took a while to get him. He's been very, very busy on this book tour. He's been everywhere around the world. I've been chasing him, figuratively so. So with that as a backdrop, welcome to episode 90, everyone. Buckle up. Here is Laurent Dejeuner. Laurent, welcome to the podcast. I can't believe this is happening. I'm so glad that you're here. Thanks, Aaron. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. So I know you are a, you're a chef, as you heard the introduction. Chef, social media phenomenon. There's so many angles to go with you here. But first, I got to find out, where did all this begin for you? And I want to see where you take this. Uh, where did this start? It's a long story. You have time? <laughs> I do. All right. Perfect. Uh, I mean, so it started with, uh, obviously, um, culinary school. Um, after going to college for two years, I was just like, you know, never kind of really into, into school that much. So I went for, um, for like, uh, after I worked in a skate shop for like two months and my parents were like, that's, this is fun, but you have to start paying rent if you don't go to school anymore. I'm like, all right, that's <laughs> not ready for rent. So Funny how uh, that works. Had, Funny how that works. yeah, yeah. So I had, I had two friends already working as chefs. Um, and I was always like, kind of curious about this whole cooking world. So um, I decided to go to culinary school and that's kind of really where like, the passion for cooking kind of like kicked off. I started working in some French bistros here and there and I was like kind of moved up to better restaurants and uh, ended up doing like eight years in like fine dining uh, and uh, also a bit of like front of house afterwards. I was doing some serving, bartending, managing and uh, ended up being a um, regional manager for a restaurant group in Canada uh, for the okay. East Coast here. And then uh, this good old COVID thing came, which changed everything for me. Yeah. Sounds like it did. So before we go into that, what happened in COVID, I mean, two and a half years ago, your life changed significantly. But tell yeah. me about the eight years, eight years in fine dining. What is that like? I mean, here's what I'm envisioning. I'm, I watched The Bear, I think on Netflix or Hulu, whatever it was. And what's it Disney. like being in the, yeah, Disney, Disney. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah. what, what's it like being in the fine dining industry? Transport me in. What's that kitchen really like? Absolute madness. Is it? I mean, yes, it's it's definitely fun, but it's it's like a crazy, crazy world. It's like you have those crazy schedules. You work, um, you know, crazy hours every day. Uh, it's very stressful. I had some very like uh, intense, like old school French chef, uh, where it's like almost like this military, um, like uh, kitchen, or it's like you know, you just go to you just go to work, and you're always kind of like put your head down and you know it's going to be another hard day getting yelled at and uh, i think really? that you know it's, it, it's maybe not a thing as much as it used to be anymore i feel like uh nowadays it's like it's not very a thing to go like full gordon ramsay mode on on uh, on the staff there but uh, a very very important step for me to do uh, these these crazy places but like yeah it's 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 fun you get to meet like people from all around the world uh uh, you get to um, to learn some techniques from a bunch of very talented chefs, and that's really where you kind of like find your own identity as a chef. Because like the more pe- more places you work to, especially like that's when great. I used to work in 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 Worcester, British Columbia, that was very beautiful. fun to kind of like connect. Well, it's a beautiful place to be to live for sure. It's like you're in in the in the nature, but like also uh, being a mountain resort city, you have people from all over the world. So I used to work with people from Japan, people from Spain, people from uh, Australia. So it's like it's a, it's a great it's been a great for sure eight years and uh do i miss working in kitchens not at all yeah it's just fun to be able to kind of like travel all over the world and like learn about all these different cultures and um and meet uh you know some very talented chef uh, all over so yeah it's, it's been very fun for sure yeah so eight years in fine dining uh how would you describe the food uh that you're preparing in, in fine dining and the follow-up is it feels like very different from when i'm when i'm watching you on tiktok by the way it's so weird not seeing you on my phone you're actually here on the know, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah the food that you are now showcasing and sharing with others what's the difference between the two uh, that's a very good question because i think i think it's a very common thing for a lot of people working in fine dining for a long time to kind of like uh switch or like i guess to like um yeah to like kind of like take a step back and get back to what real cooking is all about you know so it's, it's like uh sometimes like you're you could be like five person assembling one small little dish with little tweezers and the micro greens and all that stuff and it's like it's it's definitely like a, a it's fun to do like when, when you're there but it's like is it real cooking it's like no it's like when you're home no one wants to like spend six hours on like one small little plate right it's it's just right. like for me it's just like taking all these amazing skills that you learn in those restaurants and then like like i said earlier it's like you take all this information and then you kind of like figure out what's really like your thing some people still probably like uh, enjoy finding is like all those like very like little fancy but for me it's like i really like to kind of like take those skills and bring it back to what real cooking is all about and like kind of show people the proper way of doing example for example like a lasagna that was like one of my big viral videos on Instagram and TikTok because I would like go and do like the whole like fresh dough from A to Z, the bologna sauce, the bechamel, and like build it up. And like people really appreciate to see like how you can take something that's like store-bought or like, you know, you can buy the pre-made pasta and like pre-made sauce, like shrimp ball, you can do it from scratch with like good ingredients. Uh, yes. That's definitely something I really enjoy doing for sure. You can tell you love it. You can just tell. I mean, the passion just comes through on each and every video. The lasagna video, I have to tell you, my wife, Michelle, she is she's a lasagna snob. And she's known in the family, uh, Lorraine, as someone who can really make really good <laughs> lasagna. And she watched your video and she was quite humbled in a good way. I mean, she's like, that is amazing. So that's one of your viral videos, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's my, probably my biggest one on Instagram. I think it has almost like 12 million views. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nuts. So you, well, I'm, I'm glad Michelle approved it. Oh, she approved it. And uh, honestly, we're going to try to do that as part of a weekend project. It looks so intriguing because we use, you know, we use the store bought this and that. And yeah, yeah. Michelle, go for the for the real deal. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I like that I like that you said a weekend project because it it can be a time consuming thing. You can't be doing this after work uh, at 6 yeah. p.m. You know, because you might end up eating at midnight. But uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, take on a Sunday or Saturday. Just you know, get uh, if you have the kids, get them involved on the making the dough or you know, just tossing the sauce around. I don't know. Just it's 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 a fun process. You know, open some yeah. wine, maybe have some music, yeah, some time music in the background playing. Yeah, it's a good time. Well, that, that's a perfect transition then, because here you are, you are in the fine dining industry doing very, very well. Something happened. Did you ever imagine that you would someday leave your job and and go full bore into, I'm not sure what to call it here, Laurent. Is it online? Is it a celebrity chef? Is it, how would you describe it? And Definitely not influencer, but uh, yeah, that's a term that's always kind of thrown around. But I, I like to call myself a chef slash content creator. There you go. That's... I mean, did I ever imagine that's going to get this far? No. Was I hoping that it's going to get there? Absolutely. It's like, I feel like everyone who starts doing those little videos um, ultimately like dream of, you know, making making a living out of it, right? But how many people uh, out of like all the people online uh, will actually make it? It's probably a very, very small percentage. But uh, I think the timing was very good for me with COVID, obviously. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's been a very wild two years and I'm very, very grateful to all the people following me and giving me uh, love on a daily basis to make this work. And yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a crazy and humbling experience so far. You know, you have this um, in the kitchen, you have this really cool confidence. You're very authentic, very real. And I think that might be part of your attraction. I mean, it's just, I, 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 I think so. I think people always kind of like tell me that same comment uh, that you just said, like uh, when they meet me in person, uh, like you're like, oh, you're like the the real, you're like the real deal. Like you're not like this. It's like yeah. not playing a character. It's like no. It's like I've always been this. Just stay yourself. You know, some people sometimes can very can be can become very different with uh, when fame comes. And you know, it's the same friends. I do the same uh, things on the on the weekend. I I just get to have a very fun job. But you know, it is it is a job like any other job, right? It's just uh, just happens to be a very fun one, I guess. Well, yeah. you can, clearly, you're having a good time with it. For those, if you're one of the few on the planet that's not following Laurent on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Um, I, I encourage you to, you're missing out on a ton. You have 2 million followers, I think on Instagram, I think 2 million followers on TikTok, rarefied air. But where did it all begin for you? Take us back two and a half years ago when you first opened your TikTok account or right around that area. How did all this happen? Um, yeah, so so I guess, um, like I said, COVID was a big part of it because it, it got me like to get back in in the kitchen back home because like i was i guess i was like um working this full-time job as a rich original manager for this restaurant group but uh i started doing these little videos at my place with like the front camera by myself just like going showing step by step what, what, what how to make my dinner and like could tell like in the comments and the dm like people were just like really enjoying that and then uh, i met my girlfriend amandine um who started like kind of filming the videos and she was convincing me to start this tiktok account what i was i was really not sure about i was like having this old kind of like mindset that you know tiktok is only for for dancing videos or whatnot but uh i yeah i trusted her opened the account we put our first edit together uh first one did well second one second one that did also well and then the third one was a salmon gravlax or, or i learned also we should also say just gravlax because 
lacks me in salmon. So for me, like that video was the, the big one to start because I, I think I had like 10 followers or something like that. And then overnight, it went from 10 to like 100,000 in only like, uh, you know, eight, nine hours. So that was that was very, uh, you know, just waking up to my phone, like still like fully buzzing. It's like this very like addictive feeling of like, oh, you want to like uh, make some more videos and like live that again. Because it's like, you know, it's like, I guess for me, like uh, the first video, I mean, it was a good recipe, but I feel like uh, it got more, it became viral because it was, um, it, it, it's, it sparked a lot of conversation and a lot of, uh, of fighting for sure. Cause like, uh, first of all, people were also mentioning that I didn't mean, I didn't need to, to say salmon before Gravlax cause they already, already mean salmon, <laughs> but also yeah. I got the Scandinavians involved. So it was like a big war between the Finnish, the Swedish, the Norwegian, <laughs> and the Danish got involved, the Russians got involved. And then it was like, who came up with Gravlax in the first place. And then, it was not a traditional Gravlax. So people were like saying, no, it's only dill and sugar and salt. And uh, it made that, this kind of like restaurant chef version of it. And people were a lot of competition and, and made the, the video viral. So, yeah. So you almost started a world conflict is what I'm hearing. I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely did. Yeah. I've got Norwegian heritage. So if you want me to get involved, let me know. But I'm going to stay out of it for Go, now. Just okay? get in, get in, get in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now you, you with, with the videos you're making though, they are incredible and there's a certain style to them not only the the look but also the editing and the sound is amazing the music selection what is your process how do you create how do you create this content you're you said you're a chef and a content creator how do you do it um i think i've always had like uh maybe like a good eye for for, the, for these things like i feel like i've been like on the instagram uh grind for for a long time before doing videos so i kind of like knew what was working and like how to put stuff that was like going to do well. But also it's just like, uh, again, uh, my girlfriend is very much involved in like all the art direction of the videos, like making sure the lighting is always good. Uh, she's I good. would say she's really prob- good. Prob- she is, she's a keeper for sure. And, yeah. and don't, don't say put a ring on it. Cause, uh, everyone says it. I know I'm not ready yet, but it's going to come. <laughs> yeah. That was my follow up. Uh, that was my follow up. Yeah. 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 You don't need to say it. I know. Um, but yeah, she like, I, I'm pretty sure like 90% of the music and other videos was from her selection. She's really good at finding some very like random songs from like Italian disco from the seventies or oh, like, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, yeah. She's, she's very good with that. And, um, you know, like doing like the little setups with all the ingredients and the cutting board. So I think we, we have a, a very, very good thing going on for sure. And, uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it all without her. And, uh, I don't think I'd be even here today if it wasn't for, for her jumping in there. You've been so busy. I've been following you. This book launch, man, it feels like a really intense time. I don't know the half of it, do I? It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just like finished the whole like uh, I like to call it the, the cookbook circus. Last week was like uh, Toronto for like all the TV and and magazine interviews and podcasts and whatnot. And then we also did New York City, where I was lucky enough to get on the two day show on NBC. I which saw was that. A very you did well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a crazy experience to, uh, you know, for, for me, uh, I feel like that was the easiest one somehow, uh, even though I knew there was a lot of people watching this one. Uh, but yeah, it was just like, it, I feel like after, after like, you know, the first time I was on TV in Quebec for like a morning show where I was like very anxious to get on there and like, it was like very like nerve wracking and like now it's just become like, hey, it's just like, just go out there and like have some fun and like uh, smile and just, you know, just just go with the flow. So no, I feel like now I, I, it's it's always fun to go on TV because I, I I have built this confidence over time, and um, yeah, no, it's been a very very humbling experience to be able to get on that show and uh, hopefully uh, 
I may, I might even make it one on the on 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 a two night show one day. All with, right, uh, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, with Jimmy Fallon or Campbell, I don't know one of these guys that could be definitely uh, a major achievement for me. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you're on the Today Show, big audience. Now you're on the I Dare You podcast. We're close. You know, always hungry in this book tour that you're on. You said you're not an influencer. Uh, you're the one who brought that up, and yet you are influencing so many people. Clearly, you see that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like the influencer thing is just like I, I feel like I always like associate the term influencer to like the 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 the, the models, uh, the bikini models of this world of like you know like right. uh, not if not always influence people uh, to do the right things. Uh, but for me, uh, yeah, I guess I guess I can and I can fall in the influencer category. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, for for me, like the biggest thing about uh, the the influence thing is like when I like post a recipe online and then I'll see like. Uh, Someone like maybe out of uh, Australia, just like uh, get in their car and like drive to the market, spend their hard earned money on like buying all the produce to make the recipe and then drive back home, cook for like three, four, five hours, post the recipe and tag me because they're proud of like, you know, making the same thing as I did. Sometimes it might look good or bad. You know, it doesn't matter. It's like some, someone tried. And like for me, that's that's a crazy influence to have to like get people to kind of like, you know, do this whole process just based on like, based on watching one of my videos. So definitely that's a, that's the craziest part for me. It's like, it's even like worth more than, than all the, the followers in the world, you know, like I mean, someone like DM me like, yeah, saying like, oh yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've enrolled into culinary school because I, I really enjoy your videos and I started like this. New, right. It's like, that's for me, it's like, it's, yeah, it's worth definitely more than all the followers in the world. No, that's, that's really well said. And that's, to me, that's a very high, higher purpose as well. Yes, we can always get, uh, consumed whether you have five followers or two million you can always get consumed with the number of likes and shares and all that what you're talking about is you're really influencing the direction of people's lives and their passion and what they get enjoyment out of so yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah or even like sometimes like i get those crazy messages that's so like that honestly it always like kind of like hit that that crazy imposter syndrome of like a family like telling me like that their kid was like um like post-surgery had like some 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 traumatism and like would not eat and like started starting eating again after watching my videos it's just like whoa you know it's like yeah it's like it, it go it goes deeper and just like kind of like entertainment it's like it's giving people some uh yeah i mean it's yeah it's that's why when i say like imposter syndrome is just like hey i'm just like cooking having a good time and obviously i'm super happy that it's like uh it could help people in some some ways but it's like yeah it's it's just it's still hard to like take it in right you know, so the, the book, Always Hungry, it's a great book. The food photography is stunning, number one. And when I when I opened up the the, the cover and I looked at the introduction, I assumed we were going to get right into cooking. And the first paragraph had, a, the first introduction had a lot to do with imposter syndrome, which is you just brought yeah. up. Tell me a little bit more about your journey. We all go through it. We all go through it. You have as well. What was imposter syndrome like for you? To be to be fair for me, like um, uh, some people have the the I guess the the luck of like not caring about what people think in general. For me, like I'm, I can't I can't stand that person. I'm always like kind of, kind of concerned like how people will like uh, see what I do or like what people are gonna think about me. And obviously, this kind of like fades out after a while for sure. But like when I started being coming from this like real chef background, um, I was really curious to know what my fellow uh chef friends or like people like uh that i looked up to would be thinking about what i was doing right so um i kind of i, th I feel like this imposter syndrome really like kind of like 
toned down when I had the the approval from like all the biggest chef I was like looking up to for a long time. If it's like uh, David McMillan from Joe Beef or Martin mm. Picard from Pied Cochon Montreal or just like yeah, all like the people that I was like really like admiring, just like giving me some like some props. That was like all right, I think we're doing things the right way, and that's really like when I <clears throat> when I kind of like unleashed the beast and like went like all right, let's go. Like we we got the full support. There's nothing holding me back anymore. I was like, always like, and also like for me, like when I used to work in, in restaurants and I would see like those chef, those celebrity or even more like celebrity home cooks or chef, like just doing stuff on TV. Cause like most chefs are always like, kind of like, uh, you know, like to be a real chef, you need to be like in the kitchen working those 14 hours a day and like right. scrubbing that stove real hard. And I guess uh, that's what a real chef is. Some people even like uh, live their whole life with that, with that, uh, with that feeling, right? It's not, it's not the best feeling, but it's, uh, well, I want to learn something from you on this because you're a young guy. How old are you, Laurent? No, I'm not that young anymore. I just look young, but I'm 35. Oh, you're young. Trust me. But <laughs> okay, you're right. Yeah. A lot of people go through it's our, their it's entire lives. right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people go through their entire lives battling this. We are, and every, everyone goes through it. And that's that's one of the takeaways I want to share with everybody. But um, you brought up something when we were talking about today, the Today Show a few minutes ago. Where you you mentioned a phrase about how you've you've you're confident in what you can do. You mean not, not nine years uh, in fine dining and and what you're doing. There's some confidence that you gain just from putting in the work. I mean, that's so obvious. But would you disagree on that at all? Yeah, but I mean, I was I was confident working in restaurants. You know, I was confident in my skills, but like being exposed like to the to the whole world and like kind of like just being on TV and like these guys are just like trained to just mm. like chat 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 and like kind of like it's always like super flowy and like obviously my first language is french and you know i, I don't have any issues talking english but like obviously sometimes it just adds up like to the things of like to the to the stress that's like going out there like in front of like a massive audience and then uh, it goes very fast and it's just like you have all these cameras on you so obviously it can be overwhelming and stressful <laughs> but yeah that that confidence uh of like i guess uh, as a celebrity chef really kind of like uh Everyone just, you know, we're all human beings living on this world. And it's like, right. it's just a job in the end, you know, but like, I feel like, you know, like uh, being, being starstruck or like, it's just like, it's just a weird thing for me. It's just like, uh, now it's like, uh, after, yeah, meeting all these people and like talking, having like people that I consider friends now that like very famous. And it's just like, so when you go on, on those TV shows, it's like, Hey, it's like, it's just, you know, two, two, two TV show hosts. Let's have a good time right. and just talk. And yeah. You know, one thing I've noticed about imposter syndrome is that once you start doing something that's really outside of your comfort zone, you, you start tricking the brain that maybe you can do this. You just have to start doing it. You have to do it. And then along yeah. the way, you, you grow some confidence. It's that very beginning, Laurent, that's actually start doing it. It's the start that stops most people. That's honestly, that's a very, uh, that's very true. And like, uh, I, so that's a, that's a good point. I haven't talked about this in a long time, but like uh, when I started the videos, um, my most viral videos, I almost did not post them because I was like, because I was getting started, right? And I was very picky, like I said, and I was always very conscious, like what other chefs would think. So like, I was always like, oh no, like this is not perfect. I'm not going to post it. And my girlfriend would just be like, oh, shut up, just post it. It's good. And then, uh, but yeah, she's it was good. Uh, she's really good. She's, I know she's good. I know she's too good. But uh, no, I feel like that's very true for a lot of people. Like even so, my girlfriend and I did a video together last week, um, and you know, I've, I was always asking her like, "You want to be in a video one day?" And she was very shy. And then she was like, "Hey, you know what? I think I'm ready now." And we did a video making like fresh, best fresh pasta with pesto. 
and uh she um she now has like over ten thousand followers like uh, almost like uh, right. over, over, overnight so i feel like you're right like sometimes it's just like the the getting started part like you know getting getting out there and like people are always like uh, people are shy sometimes and people are like are all afraid of failure and afraid of like uh like negative comments and like uh, what people think so like once once you like you you cross that that step it's like you know the world is is your oyster you know it's like you can do whatever but like yeah it's sometimes like the the starting point is like the the tricky one for sure I think it's a great point. And for everyone listening, whatever project you're thinking of or a passion that you have, when's the last time you almost took action and you stopped? And I think I'm I'm challenging you to see it through. Just start. When you have a imposter syndrome. Yeah. Go go ahead, Laurent. What what do you think? Yeah, I mean, just just uh, you know, what's what's the worst that can happen, you know? Unless like this like a uh, very like big money investment, if it's just like uh, a fear of not making it or not being approved well it's just you know, you move on and you need to try something else you know it's just like yeah. life is too short to just like it because who wants to live with a life full of regrets of like i could have done this i should have done that it's like no just do it and yeah what's the word that could happen like you know I, I, you, you learn from your failures so like uh for your mistakes so just give it a try so with that said i have i'm on instagram and i'm on tiktok uh there was a reel i put up oh probably about six months ago now i put it up and i pulled it down I pulled it down because of everything that Why? we're talking about. If, well, oh, right, yeah. you know, like same thing. Oh my gosh. What's so-and-so going to think? What's it just got in my head. Have you, has that ever happened to you? Uh, you ever pulled uh, yeah, the video I mean, down? I, I, yeah, I did. Yes, I did. Did yeah, you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was different. It was just like, um, <laughs> it just didn't work. I mean, this, this, uh, this jerk chicken, you know, that, that needs to be kind of like done on like a nice, on a nice barbecue, like charcoal. And I did it in the oven, and like it came out like uh, this this Shrek looking chicken, like it was like flashy green. And I put it up, and like right away, like this comments were just brutal, and they're they're always usually pretty good. So like that's when I was like, yeah. oh, that's gonna be bad. And like, yeah, I just like sometimes, yeah. like you said, you get too much in your head, but it's like, you know, it's like who cares in the end? Just like you know, just leave that's it right. there. It's fine. No, just no put one's, it out the yeah, universe. yeah, exactly. So your your book is phenomenal, and for everyone who hasn't. Um, ordering it yet again it's it's unreal we have it's broken up into condiments soups salads sandwiches vegetables fish seafood meat desserts and cocktails what what i really love about it though is that obviously the recipes because they're recipes but on your videos there are no recipes and it, you yes. seem loud you seem loud and proud about that it's just about the passion and the fun of cooking and ingredients and cutting and slicing <laughs> yeah. and dicing and so now why a cookbook with these recipes some of these are your viral videos help me understand that um so i started off writing the recipes down and then i was just i was just trying to pump as much views as i could so like uh, i guess it was just almost like a matter of like uh, not having enough time to do it and also i just like i feel like the short format is like more of a entertainment format than like instructional but it's like people still like kind of give it a try but uh that's why also i have the cookbook if people want to get, get some fully detailed recipes you can find them in the cookbook but you can also even go on my youtube channel where i post those uh these long format videos when i take the time to like explain everything i'm doing it's like 30 minutes 40 minutes video so it's really like going in depth so there's 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 some for some for everyone for sure yeah you know, I just thought of this question here, but you brought up YouTube uh, and the short form videos. You have an opportunity, I'm sure, to do TV. And I've heard some people say, not interested in TV. Uh, there's a whole better world out here with 
YouTube and TikTok, et cetera. Yeah. How about 100%. for you? How about for you? Where do you land on that? Definitely not a big fan of the TV format. To be to be honest, like uh, really, I've did a, I've did a few like little. I mean, going on TV for interviews is different. But like having a full on cooking show, it's because there's too many rules in TV. You know, it's like you don't have any freedom. It's always like can do this, can do that, has to be this way. Uh, whereas like now I get to cook on my own terms. You know, it's like I can be cooking from uh, from here in Montreal. I could be uh, like I'm I'm leaving for for Paris uh, on Sunday. For the French cookbook tour, I'll be doing some pop-ups there and cooking in Paris. Then I'm going to London for some other pop-ups and some some videos. And then I'm heading to Greece for my olive oil thing. And it's, it's just it's 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 just way more freedom this way. And also like YouTube, like you can, yeah, just a matter of like being able to do whatever you want, whatever you want. And like uh, you know, but if you tell me like uh, tomorrow, like oh, we have this uh, very fun show on Netflix for you, that's different. If you're talking sure. to me about like going on Canadian TV. And not my yeah. thing, you know. It's like, yeah, I just, I just, I just hate this old like, like cooking video format. Like, so here we have fifteen gram of like, no, it's like it's not a thing anymore. You know, people don't want to see this thing. Well, I mean, like, no, they don't. maybe the older generation, like, I feel like that's not what I want to do. Okay, older generation. I felt you were talking to me on that one, Laurent, but I'm gonna let that go. Okay. No, you're 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 still young. <laughs> like the real the, the real older people yeah, yeah all right hey listen uh what i really also love about your book well you just said it your travel schedule and the like i know it's not all romantic but wow whoa you're seeing the world here and in your in your cookbook also there's some really great moments here that help me just discover the joy of food for example the, the prime rib and garlic escargots here's part of the description yeah. on it Wandering, this is what you wrote, wandering the streets of Amsterdam one warm fall day looking for a natural wine bar. My girlfriend and I stumbled upon, and I don't know the restaurant name, with a uh, glass glue, of glue, glue, glue. With a glass <laughs> of burgundy in hand, we ordered garlic escargot and prime rib. The intermingled flavors of these two dishes gave me the idea of combining them on the same plate. I just want your life. I just want your life. That sounds <laughs> yeah. so great yeah i mean it's yeah it's it's definitely uh sometimes i I still have to pitch myself to kind of like uh make sure it's not a dream but yeah it's just (laughs) for me it's like it's everything that i dreamed of and now it's happening because obviously for me uh you know going back to more of like uh where it's prior me to do this it's like watching like guys like maddie madison uh on vice like 10 years back like doing like his his thing like anthony bourdain like just traveling the world like for me like that's that's always what i wanted to do so like speaking of tv you know if a show is like hey let's take you like all around the world and like get to like, like get you like to cook in some crazy places meet people different cultures like yeah absolutely that's that's fun but like i've, I've started traveling at a very young age because i was very that's fortunate great. to do so but like yeah I, i've always enjoyed traveling and and then i get to mix it with work and with cooking and like it's just it's just great yeah worldwide tv show kicks in let me know i'll, I'll hold your lighting i'll be happy to go if, if, if netflix okay. is watching this netflix reach out to me let's do there it go. i'm gonna tag them i'm gonna tag netflix on this podcast episode okay tag tag um, prime tag this tag them all tag all the big ones there you go yeah i'll take whatever it's fine hey in your in your book another thing that jumped out at me though i believe the first line is this i've always believed that fate takes us where we need to go the very first line in your book why is that the first line that's a good question it's honestly it's the first time someone's questioning me about the the intro and i really appreciate that you're doing this because uh, i even forget what I, what I wrote in there but uh, uh that kind of like came to me like when i was working in in uh, whistler british columbia um after my uh so i have this crazy like uh, injury here i don't know if you can see 
I have yeah. this car and it's still full of metal. So like that was the kind of like the time that kind of like changed everything for me. I was working in this fine dining restaurant and then I broke my wrist. So I was like out of work for five months and then um, got me a lot of time to be, you know, thinking about everything, what I was, what I was going to do. And then, and then, so while I was like, um, almost like fully recovered, some, some friends I used to work in this little like restaurant bar asked me to come in for a shift to help them. It's an actual chef. So they offered me to work there for as a chef. Um, and it was, you know, after five months of being, uh, on the on the work insurance like unemployment insurance and like in one of the most expensive places in the world i was like you know i'll take that job it was like a better salary uh they would pay for like my ski pass on the mountain which was a big deal back then and like benefits i was like you know what i'll give it a try convincing myself that i'll be like uh learning more about management and whatnot uh but that also like really like kind of like destroyed all uh, passion for me to be working in in restaurants, you know, it's like, really? and uh, I, I came to this uh, this like this came, this place of like of thinking about what am I doing here right now? Why am I working in Whistler? Why am I working in this restaurant? Like, what's am I doing the right moves? And it just came to me of like, you know what? Like, I feel like you've always kind of like done pretty good for yourself. You know, sometimes you might be in like a period of like you're you're doubting about uh, your your decisions, but like I was like, you know what? Don't think about like where you're where you're at now. Just just trust, just have, just have faith in yourself. Just trust your, it sounds super cheesy when I said like, just trust your destiny. I feel I feel like every, sometimes like a little, like for me, like this, this injury was like the turning point. So like sometimes like one small event can have like a, so much like a repercussion on the, on the rest of your life. Like, um, like you call it butterfly effect, right? That's like right. one little thing can change the rest of your life. So for me, it's like, if if you're someone that's like you know like uh, uh i guess half half smart and like with, with like uh initiative like just like trust where your life's gonna take you sometimes you might not know why you're doing this job at this very moment why you're doing this thing this project but like sometimes it's just like it's just part of your your journey and then sometimes i feel like uh not, not like your, your your whole life is already like kind of like drawn up drawn for you but like enjoy the process and and hopefully it's going to lead you to a good place so that's why i yeah like i would have never even think that i'm going to be doing this today but like you know what's that's, that's where i am now so it's like yeah pretty incredible pretty incredible and you know again the book everyone is always hungry um and laurent at the in your acknowledgments i thought there was i always love reading the acknowledgments to see who who had a hand in helping you here and um amandine uh, is unmentioned in your acknowledgement. I just want to read this. I think it's beautiful. One thing is for sure, none of this would have been possible without my girlfriend, Amandine. After a few evenings watching me film myself in the tiny kitchen in Quebec, she offered to get behind the camera. I was a bit reluctant, but in the end, I agreed. I quickly learned that we had something that could go viral. So there's Amandine again as well. And what what has she meant to this initial success and uh, yeah, and what you're currently doing? She's come up a lot, actually. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, well, like we said earlier, like this this starting point, right? It's like she definitely like pushed me to start this thing, right? So, so like that starting point we talked earlier about, it's like maybe I would have been like too shy or like too like uh, too in my head and like not sure about, but like she really like, kind of like she pushed me to start the TikTok account. She pushed me like to do the the whole, like edits and filming. So um and and yeah she's been like helping me since since they want she's, she's currently at the market right now taking some ingredients for me for that uh <laughs> that video tomorrow so yeah so definitely amazon's has been um she's been she's been my rock she's been like you know behind me the whole time and or i guess not behind but like next to me yeah. you, you know that, that expression that goes uh 
behind uh, every great man, there's a there's a great woman. I don't know. Is that, is that the saying? That's the one. I, I don't like it. Behind, <laughs> be, beside every man is a great. It's like it's not, she's not behind. She's right beside. There you, you go. Know? Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. That's so yeah. good. Okay, Laurent, where should we best follow you uh, on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube? Where do we go? Uh, you just named it all. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm on all the platforms. Um, I'm really trying to push my YouTube channel this year, so that's one place I need some uh, some help. Get on that ch- uh, channel, subscribe, and like I said, you can get those very uh, more detailed, long format videos. But yeah, Instagram, it's always my name, Laurent Dagenet, so easy uh, easy to find me. And uh, Facebook as well as this, as as old as it sounds, it's still uh, it's still there. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of that. Ron, at the end of every podcast, I ask my guests, what is your I dare you challenge for all of us? What is the one thing we should do or try in order to get closer to our goals, live the life we want? What do you think? I dare you to, uh, you know what? It's going to be, uh, again, a loop. I dare you to cross that starting point. I, I dare you to just kind of like forget about all the your 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 nonsense concern of like what's going to happen. Just go for it. Just, you know, get out there. And whatever you've been trying to like do for a while has been kind of like holding you back or you don't just, you know, give it a try, you know, just, just go out there and have fun. And, and I think people are always going to be seeing, uh, seeing uh, uh, genuine, like uh, genuinely like someone having fun, like doing, being real. So just stay yourself, go out there, have some fun and just don't be, don't be scared of what people think. I think that is a perfect challenge and a mic drop as we end this podcast. Laurent, I know you've been all over the world and you've been, you're, you're still traveling on the book launch and doing some really cool things. I appreciate carving out some time and spending with us. You gave us some really great insights. So much fun learning about your story and best of luck to you in the future. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. It was a very good, great fun, great good time to talk to you. Okay, that was Laurent Dejeuner. I hope you enjoyed getting to know him and that interview. I know I sure did. One of the questions I'm kicking myself, I did not get to. One of the recipes in his cookbook, Always Hungry, is the strawberry pistachio pie. And apparently, in the book, he states that he ate the entire pie in a single serving. So I missed it. So that's the question when I get him back on the show or when I'm traveling with him around the world on his uh, upcoming (laughs) soon-to-be show on one of the major streaming services. I'll ask him that question. What a great guy. What did you learn from it? What did you take away from it? You know, for me, I'm really, I'm really focused in on what he said about imposter syndrome and how he got out of his comfort zone. I think it's comforting to know that imposter syndrome, it is not a disease. It's something that we all battle and deal with, whether you are an elite level or someone who's starting out. So just be aware of that and know that one of the ways to battle or to manage imposter syndrome is to get into action and just start moving and to gain confidence and trick your brain that you do know what you're doing. A year from now, you might have 4 million followers on TikTok, or one year from now, your life could look completely different. You never know. Anyway, so much to this story. I love it. I hope you did as well. Thanks for tuning in here, everybody, to episode 90. Make sure you check out Laurent on social media. Take your pick, Instagram, TikTok. You're going to love these videos. And also, of course, his brand new cookbook, Always Hungry. It's a good one, and it's fun. Thanks for tuning in and for sharing this with those important in your life. I appreciate it. I'll see you back here next week on the I Dare You podcast.